Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome back. Me? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, thank you, yeah. <laughs> we're back We're back up to a, a full compliment. Right. A full, a full pod of pod people. <laughs> What's plural of a pod people? Pod I. Pod I. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. What is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Come up with something. I will. Okay. Um, a plethora of podcasters. Nah. No. No? Nah. No. Okay. First word that comes in mind. Anyway, I'm back. Oh, well, welcome. Thanks. I Was w- it worth it? No, because <laughs> I would have had a much better time on the pod because I thought I'd broke my ankle before I even started playing last week. Mm. I was doing my warm-ups and fell down a hole. And my ankle, I know you're laughing, but you've seen my ankle and it's like it's like purple and yellow. Yeah, but I also know the only person that it, could possibly fall down a hole and hurt his ankle before a game of tennis. It's like, it, you, you know when, you know like Wigan do their kits on cycles and then they have that dodgy away kit like every three years. Well, that looks like, that, my ankle looks like that. Fair enough. And and what happened during the actual game then? We lost because I couldn't play. Ah. Uh, you've got a partner. <laughs> He's not the fittest, is he? You've seen him. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't like rugby league. You don't get it. Don't understand it. Right. I knew he didn't like him. He's from um, he's from Dorset or something. He's from down south, so he's never he'd never even heard of rugby league before he come up here. Ah, uh, that's why he's a United fan. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but he plays in his United shirt everywhere we go. Away, <laughs> we play tennis away, right? And wherever we go, we go to these posh clubs, and like he's playing in his United shirt. I'm like, oh, what? Are you... Just, just, just wear some else. <laughs> Maybe you should get him one for his birthday. It's probably if there was like a if there was like a Twitter account for like amateurish tennis, it'd be on it. It'd be on it every week. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. And yeah. Roland Garros started this week as well. I'm enjoying that. Yeah, it's good that. Yeah. Any uh, any tips? I hope they're better than your the Masters tips that you gave last time. You can't look past Alcaraz, I don't think. Djokovic, Al- Alcaraz, but I think Alcaraz looks the uh, uh, looks the boy on this one, I think. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. Hold that thought. Yeah. Anyway, more importantly, we're about rugby league. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, after this week, it's one of those weeks where you think, how good is rugby league? Yeah, there were some cracking games, weren't there? Yeah. So we'll talk about those. And what else have we got on tonight? Um, obviously, we've got the review. Uh, Bobbles has his stats of the week. A uh, couple of bits of news. Uh, news. 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 Quick run through the NRL scores. And then we have a, a new segment, which we yeah. haven't got a jingle for. No. We'll, we'll because come we come up with it ten minutes before, we yeah, started, and we'll see how so. it goes, yeah, yeah, um, and and that's called talk to me or talk to me about. Yes, we haven't quite worked out the name yet. No, but we'll 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 do it. Yeah, we'll do it. It'd be right. Um, but we've also got mega news as well this week because we've got two pods this week. Yes, or well, we're, early record, next. we're recording two pods this week. Yes, one, one now, and we've got a special which is absolute um, world exclusive. I think. Mm. Uh, we've got a special uh, pod edition uh, 
uh, with the former CEO of Rugby League World Cup, John Dutton. Yes, he'll be joining us to talk about British cycling. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> He's already been in the news for that already. Has he? Yeah, they've banned trans athletes from oh, uh, yes, cycling. Yeah. John was all over the news. Yes, I did see well, that. He never stops. So, no. yeah. So, yeah, um, we've got um, on, on top of the regular. Um, pod that we do we'll be having a special edition one with, with john um either later this week or really next won't we so including all listeners questions that were that were put in either through us through the pod or on twitter yes so if you're listening and you've got a question for john then um you better be quick yes get in touch with us on on twitter at lose forward pod and we will do our best to pass that question on to him and if you've already done that it's already been vetted and the questions are already in yeah so there you go. Excellent. Uh, let's get into it then, yeah? Yep. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Yes, that brings us nicely into our Super League review. And we're going to start with the high flyers of the league, I think we should call them. Lee 30, Warrington 12. I did not see this coming at all, I don't think. Um, I I thought there was a chance that, that Lee would win, but not the way that they did it. Just blitzed them, didn't they? Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> The other week, I went through their back line and said how impressed I was with it. Yeah. Um, I think their left edge is brilliant. Yeah. Um, with Lutelli and, and Charnley. Yeah. Um, and I think they've got, if you like, a um, if, if you like a one seven nine, in like O'Brien, Lamb and Ipapi, I think that's excellent. Yeah. Lamb impresses more every week. Ipapi's a giant, isn't he? Not like not him. literally, not literally, but <laughs> on the pitch, his presence, the way he plays. Yeah, I think he had a bit of a, a, yeah. a slowish start, didn't he? I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's mainly to do with the the sort. Of, I think you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. How he, he started the season favourite for Man of Steel. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of pressure on him, possibly as well, and um, he didn't quite get off to the Man of Steel start. I don't think did he? I mean, I'd. Lee won the Challenge Cup in 1971, which was the famous uh, Alex Murphy game mm. where he was stretched off yeah, uh, and then winked as he was going off that, yeah. that one. I, I would be so bold to say that this is probably the best Lee side in the, in, since in the last 50 years. Fair enough. Because really, what else have they done since then? They had a, they had a, they had a good side in the, in the mid-80s when they had people <clears> like John Wood, people like that at half-back, but... But I think overall, I think this is the mm. probably the best side they've had in the last fifty years. Yeah, I think I'd be so bold to say that. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's fair. Um, got to ask you about Warrington. Mm. You know, like when it's actually in the Billy Bragg song. You know when you when you take a bottle of pop in in the car, right? And then you and then you open it up. Yeah. Right. And then if you're on a journey, it goes flat, doesn't it? Right. 
Is that what's happening to Warrington? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I can't make my mind up. Um, obviously they had a brilliant start. Was it eight from eight? Yeah. Um, and they lost a couple, didn't they? Like they lost to St. Helens and uh, Wigan. Yeah, they had the. Did they have them back to back? Yeah. Um, and then they've had a, they've picked up a couple of wins in between, but. I don't know. I, I can't make my mind up. I think I need a couple more weeks to really answer that question. You wouldn't trust them to win a grand final, would you? Not at the minute, no. Or a Challenge Cup final. You wouldn't trust them to win it. You, you, you. At the minute, you don't know which... There's a few teams like this at the minute, mm. but you don't quite know which team's going to turn up, as good as they've been. I was I was thinking that a little bit when I was watching them. I was thinking, look at the players that they've got. They've got Dufty and Williams... Ratchford, I think, has done an excellent job in the centres. Mm. Um, Ashton on 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 the wing. Mm. Uh, William like Williams and Drinkwater as the halfback pairs. They brought in Maguire and Vaughan, and I, I don't know. They just like attackingly, like especially with some of the players like Dufty and Ashton and things like that. The the on paper it's brilliant, I, but I, it just doesn't quite seemed to be happening at the minute. I can't remember which try it was, um, but one of them ran straight through, and the, the marking at uh, uh, the, the defending, at the markers mm. uh, was Maguire and uh, Cassiano. Was that when it, Papi made? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, and they just stepped about, one step two yards left and one step mm. two yards right, and he ran through the middle. Yeah, I can't remember who he gave it to in the end, but yeah, and I know which try you're talking about. Yeah, it was... Um, Terrible. Just lazy. Yeah. Just lazy. But mm, but interesting. But, but well done, Lee. Again, we keep saying it every every week. They're in the playoffs. Well done. Um and they just they just keep getting they keep getting better, that's the thing. Yeah. They keep getting better. And that's the most encouraging thing for Lee and their supporters, I think. That they they they, they surprise people at the start of the season. Now they're not surprising people. No, I don't think they are. I think they've sort of shook that. That tag, haven't they? Um, and I think they're the, the the most informed team probably at the minute, aren't they? I think it was the O'Brien try, one of the O'Brien tries. I think right. Oh, his second one. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. I think it was that. Yeah. But, anyway. um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, they, they they keep going like you say, and they're definitely definitely a, a playoff side at the minute. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving on, we'll we'll go to uh, a team that. Well, we say it every week, isn't flying and is not playing well at the moment. Uh, and unfortunately, they're on the end of yet another loss and still sit bottom of the league with zero points. And that's Wakefield. They travelled to Catalans and left 36 points to six down. I've held my tongue about Wakefield a lot this season, right? Because I genuinely wanted, I genuinely wanted them to do better. Right, but I saw the highlights for this game and the defending individually and collectively mm. was shameful. The Artemar one summed it up for me. Was that the last? Was that oh, where there was, was like four, four of them and yeah. he still gets it down? Yeah, and they, 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 they sort of just carry him over the, the, the try line and then he just. Gets it down, but there's four of them on him. But every single try, they've burst through a tackle or bounced off a tackle or 
something and then somebody's ran through it. The, la- the last one, they've done the same and then they've just ran through somebody just sticking sticking their hand out in someone's neck. Was that the, the, the lad that made his debut? Yeah. That tan guy, yeah. Zenon, I think he's called. He just bounced off about three people and then just pushed his way it's, through, didn't he? It's I? terrible. I don't get at the minute what they're trying to do. I don't get what they're offering at the minute. No, I don't. And 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 once again, I know we seem to question it every week, but where is Luke Gale? There's still no sign of him. There's still no news on him. There's still no, he's coming, he, he, he's, he's fit, he's this, he's that. All we know is that he's signed for Wakefield and he's currently collecting a wage off of them. The the club as a whole, really, and especially the sort of social media team, is just sort of non-existent. There was there was complaints the other week. Was oh, was it when um, who left the one of the coaching? Oh, the assistant coach. Yeah, to the oh, head Ford won it. Yeah, Ford, James yeah. Ford, and he left, and it took him like forty eight hours to announce that he'd left, even though uh, where Fair was it? Stenodon, yeah, yeah, whoever it was that he'd gone to had announced it. He, he was gone already. Yeah, that he joined and Wakefield it took Wakefield forty eight hours or whatever to announce that he'd left. Oh. Then there was no updates during this game. They put the that they kicked off the halftime score and the full time score. That was it. And now the 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 big thing is about um, David Fafita coming back and he's publicly he's put it all over his Instagram story yeah. and everything's coming back. Still nothing from the club. Have um, have the social media people gone to Featherstone as well? Maybe, <laughs> maybe I think they must have done. But as a fan, how frustrating must that be? Maybe they've gone as well. But it must be just infuriating. There's the lack of sorry. communication I, from the, the the club to the fans. I feel so sorry for the fans. Yeah, I do. They're being sold so short. You know, I mean, I mean, Matt, who comes up from down at Bellevue, he's a really good friend of this pod. And yeah, like, he's you know, And I feel I feel so sorry for him and people like him. You know. Yeah. Pour all the money into the club and everything, and yeah. there's just no. It's gone past being funny now. Yeah, yeah. Will they get a win? Will they get one win? No, unless uh-huh. um, not even against Castleford. No, unless um, like Bobby said a few weeks back, they they happen to play Challenge Cup finalists or Challenge Cup winners the week before or after the Challenge Cup final. They might sneak one, but will will for fee to make any difference to them? No. Just that bad. It'll make a difference, but oh in, yeah, I, I yeah. should have said, would he make enough? Will he make no. enough of a difference? No, because you watch this game and let's like say the defensive efforts, the little shot, ones, that it's just non-existent. There's it, nobody busting a gut to get to a loose ball. There's nobody trying to charge down kickers or get to the. They put a grubber through for one of them, and there was a sort of semi-flailing arm, and that was about as good as it got. You you still play. Yeah. Right? You still play at an amateur level. Would you be embarrassed if your team defended like that? Yeah, and we have done, and it's been embarrassing. And you've and, and then you've come back after that game or whatever, and you've, like, when we've spoke, you've said, oh, we did, you know, it was terrible. It was, you know. Yeah. The, well, I tell you what, we train hard on a Thursday. We only train once a week, but we don't half try and make up for it. Yeah. And that's just a bunch of lads who do... Enjoy the, they enjoy just the game. Play, yeah. play at a decent level. Have full time jobs. Have a beer after the game. Enjoy the enjoy yeah, the extra game as well. But yeah. but yeah, it's just I don't know. There just doesn't seem to be any sort of pride 
at the minute in the club. No, on or off the field. Yeah. It's such a shame. Such a shame. Moving on, we will head over to Huddersfield, who picked up their first win in, I think, three games? Two games? Uh, they beat Castle for 20 points to four, anyway. It's an important win for them. I don't know how much of a good win it is because Castleford are just sort of they're pretty much in the same boat as Wakefield, aren't they, at the minute? Mm. On and off the field, it's all over the place. Um, but it was a, a, a two points that they desperately needed, Huddersfield. Yeah. And and Theo Farge, again, I thought, from what I saw, looked really good. That The, the last try, I think it was... And the gam, a little short ball. That was the highlight try. Yeah, it was a beautiful little pass. Really good run. Really yeah. good line. That yeah. he ran the gamma and um, yeah, he, he did really well. Yeah, um, Castleford again. I, I Castleford are lucky that Wakefield are in the league this year. Yeah, because their defensive efforts are just as bad. Yeah, it was the the first one was Ethan Masters just sort of little steps and things like that. It's just sort of like yeah. put your body in the way. Just all he had to do was run past arms. Yeah. I think they're lucky. Uh, Andy's lucky that he's like Andy next to last. Yeah. Like, his middle name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next to. I like it. <laughs> Very good. He is, yeah. But again, I don't see them finishing any high. I don't see where they pick up points. No, not now. Hull because have the picked teams, a few points as well. Hull have picked up. Huddersfield are looking better now. They've got uh, Farge back in, um, you know, picking up. They, they, I think they will pick up a few wins. So where did they get their points from? I don't know. I do wait apart from Wakefield, obviously. I, I do mm. wish it was magic this weekend, which is in effect an extra game, isn't it? Yeah. I do wish that there was Castle for Wakefield this week at Magic, mm. because that might actually throw some th- interest into the bottom of the league. Mm. Yeah. Huddersfield. Um, yeah, I, I thought that Watson had lost the dressing room somewhat. Yeah. Um. But they've, again, I think they've got bigger games coming up that will define where they are. Yeah. The thing is with Huddersfield for me, and I know we seem to talk about it a lot or week after week, and you know I know they've come away with the victory this time, but they're so boring. I I, I watch the highlights and I'm like, you're 8-0 up against bottom of the league who haven't been playing well. And you're still taking two points right on the try line. You're not gaining anything from that. Go and try and put you, something yeah, over. I, you, I know we've said that in the past, and you would agree, but I think that that desperate for points right. at the minute, that's the way that they but, sort of have to do it. But this one's worked. Yeah. Because they've, they've been able to extend the lead, let's say, past six points. Yeah, but they've had to do that as well, though, because they, they need the wins and yeah, things like I, that. I, like I, They've just done basic rugby. And I think that, it's a bit of an Ian Watson tactic, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's definitely. A, it's, a, it's a strategy of his to take the two, keep the scoreboard rolling on. I definitely. understand that, but my point is with this, is if you're 8-0 up against a bottom-of-the-table side, right, and you take the two points against them, okay, when you play... Look at the teams they've lost to, like Saints and Wigan, and they've lost by two points because they're not not—they're trying to tick over the scoreboard that much. They're not taking any risks. If you're doing that against bottom-of-the-table clubs, you don't stand a chance against the top-of-the-table clubs because that's where you should be saying, for me, let's put on a move, let's try something different. So when we come against these bigger teams, we, we know it works. I don't think you'll ever change in that respect, though. No. Coaches don't often tend 
to change the the way no. that they do things because obviously they think that that is the best way to to, to, do to yeah to do it. I mean, you get two of them, you've scored a try, haven't you? In effect, so I see it. Very Phil Clarkish that one, didn't he? he? Used to say like, "Oh, it's a half a try." Yeah, she's <laughs> <laughs> got school with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you make of uh, Ian Watson's comments this week? Did you see them about the difficulty of winning the league itself? Oh, look at all the money Warrington have spent. Yeah, and they still haven't won a grand final. He's won and he's still, like, passing blame to, <laughs> to other people. He's all right, Jürgen Klopp, isn't he? <laughs> Jürgen Watson. He is, though, isn't he? He is. Uh, I like that. But, yeah, he's just, like, he's, he's won and he's still, like, having a pop at people. Mm. Very bitter. <laughs> He is. Hi. Well, we'll move on to Ian Watson's old club. And they came away with quite an impressive win. 29-22 over Hull FC. Kind of wish I'd have paid to watch it now. It looked like a really good game. Mm. Taylor two sevens. Yeah. Yeah, Max. He's in, in fantastic form, as is um, Jake Clifford. His left foot is. Oh, the the, the Brearley try was... Unbelievable, yeah. But we've said it before. You know what you're going to get with Snee. He's got good organisation and a brilliant kicking game. And he does also have the world's longest cycling shots. (laughs) (laughs) They're like down to his knees. It bugs me. Um, Would how many clubs out of twelve would would take? Jake Clifford as their number seven. Oh, well, it might be. It might be to say. It might be easy to say. Who wouldn't? How, yeah. how, how many wouldn't? I'll leave that with you for a minute and come back to me on the answer. Okay. Because I think he's excellent. Yeah. No, he's he's playing some fantastic stuff. I think at the be- he did this at the very beginning of the season. If you remember, and he got injured, didn't he? Mm. And I think he's probably only just getting back to full fitness again. Yeah. And I think now we're seeing actually what he what he can do. Yeah. Do you do you think it is fitness? I I, I my question to you on this one is, I've, we've seen it before with the likes of say Ben Barber at St Helens. He, he gets linked with this move back to the NRL. He goes quiet for a few weeks, and then all of a sudden it's right. I'll show him what I can do again now, and I'll sh- sh- show off to Australia again. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I just think he's I just think he's struggled for a bit of fitness for the for. Half a season. I he think has he's been getting back up. Yeah. He has been linked with the Dolphins quite heavily already for next season, hasn't he? He's, right. So, I'm not surprised. He's got a lot. About I, him. I was quite surprised he he come over in the first place. He's got a lot honest. about him. Hasn't he? Yeah, he's a good player. Um, really good player. I, I was surprised that Hull. I, I tipped Hull on this one on the predictions league, and I, I thought Hull mm. would have too much for Salford and. Especially after the way they've been playing over the last two or three games. Well, Salford had a couple of key players back, like Tim Laffey come back and Ken Co made a return. So. He scored a try as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know, when you get them sort of players back, it's uh, it's massive, isn't it? Yeah, true. Um, true. But, but we did say at the time, I think this was one that could go either way. Yeah, definitely. And and I think it, you know, it almost sort of did, didn't it? Yeah. Um, Salford just, just having a little bit too much. Uh, we You're will right. good game though that one. Yeah, it was. We will move on to the other side of Hull in that game then, and they lost to uh, an unusual 
extra time try at the hands of Liam Farrell and Wigan, and they went down 26-22. This and the, the other game that we've got to cover were very similar in terms of, like, absolutely, for television viewers, mm. so this and the Leeds and Saints game, but we know we'll come on to that shortly. But for both those games, brilliant for the neutral viewer, brilliant for the casual viewer on Sky Television. In terms of quality, they're both dreadful. <laughs> yeah. As a rugby league fan, a rugby league person, the quality of both the games was ex- was just terrible. But, but the excitement sometimes sometimes a really poor quality game makes for excitement. Mm-hmm. But in this game, I thought neither, neither team could keep hold of the ball properly, and I'm not quite sure how, how Hull KR didn't manage to win. Yeah, I thought Hull KR lost it as well. Um, Once they got in front, yeah, because they were eight points up with um, with ten minutes to go. Well, in the last ten minutes, defense just stopped moving it just stopped sliding they looked absolutely out on the feet for whatever mm. reason but i just thought defensively for the last 10 minutes that the rovers were were dreadful it got done out wide every time that wigan sprayed it yeah. particularly left yeah just just no movement no who was who was up against miski for hull kr was it hall or was it the, no was it i don't know you're playing wing was, was it hall yes it was hall was it hall yeah yeah, it would have been, yeah. Okay. Because w- I've watched this clip a few times now on Super League Show. I rewound it a few times. But if it is Hall, he lost him the game. Gosh. No, he did. If you watch it, it, it honestly, it, it, 22 I've 18. It. I've watched it loads of times, but, but I, I don't know who it is. On the Super League show, it's like high up, so I couldn't make it out. But I think it was Ryan Hall, which is why I was asking. I wanted to make sure I was right. But if you watch that clip, whoever it is, he, he, Hall, I'm going to go with Hall, he shoots out that line at 22-18 and yes. leaves no. a massive overlap on that side. Yeah. And all they have no. to do is put I, it through the hands. I don't think that, I've seen that. I don't think it was Ryan Hall, but I can't remember who it was. Right, okay. Whoever it was shot out that line and they gave him a two-man overlap with uh, with Miski on that side and he puts it down. And or you didn't have to shoot out the line to try and get that ball. If you shuffled across and blocked him off, they had nowhere to go. No. Well they should have Why didn't they why didn't they do whatever the other team does in the last in the last thirty seconds? And just lie on and lie on? I don't know. Don't know. And let him get it up quick and get it across. So they couldn't slide across where yeah. Miski was there. And then I think it was it was it Lewis that tried to make the last ditch tackle? Mm. I think so, yeah. Just, I found it a bit bizarre. Yeah, they really, game, really needed game to, management. Yeah, they needed point. to slow that play the ball down, didn't yeah. they? And they just didn't. Just let them get up and do what they want, yeah. and then it's... get slagged off for holding down. Yeah, but nothing ever gets done, so it doesn't matter. And then just do it come again. away with two points. So who th- cares? Mm. Do you think Ryan Hall dropped the ball in the first half for his try? Yeah, <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, I, I don't see how he grounded that one. That I one. also don't think he should have been awarded his uh, first one. I think that was the one I meant, I think. No, the... I think that was his... Second, well, what was the first one? The, um... They were on the left and they went to the right, but then they switched it back to the blind. Right. 
and he just managed to to get it down. Yes, I do. Yeah, I know which one you mean now. But Sean Kenny Dow never played the ball. He just rolled it between his legs. <laughs> he didn't even attempt to put his foot on it. He just literally just literally rolled it between his legs. That used to be a flavour of the month clamping on that one. I know, time, but it? it was just. And final question. Um, the match winning, and he said, you know, Bobby said in the, in the introduction to this game, it was a try, not a drop goal fest. Mm. Um, surely forward. Yeah, I think so. Only by only by a couple of yards, I would think. Yeah, but a hat trick for Liam Farrell. <laughs> yeah, it was just again like. You know what Bevan French is going to do, and they just nobody do. They just let him do what he wanted. You nobody. They were yeah. just all stood still. Can't and he threw this dummy that's just ridiculous. It's obviously <laughs> never going to anybody. But and then it, they open up and and away he goes and yeah, you know, it's he's superb in open space, though, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's a joy to watch. Absolute joy to watch. And I tell you what else was quite good for Farrell's second one, uh, Liam Marshall's pass back on the inside because mm. he was sort of running to his left and managed to fling it back over his right. It was it was a really really good pass for a winger. Yeah, yeah. Well, moving on to our final game of the round, and I think the best way to describe this one is exactly how you didn't scrap that last one, Andy, and that was the drop goal fest. Leeds 12, Saints 13, golden point. This what? one was really, when you were saying before about the uh, the quality of the game, like the, like in terms of Terrible. errors and things like that, it was Terrible. shocking. Mm. Absolutely shocking. I, I know they lost, but... I would think that Leeds would be far more pleased with that game than Saints. He, I, 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 I know they've lost two points out of it. Saints have got two mm. points out of it, but I think you understand where I'm coming from with it. Yeah, it had, they lost a lot of play, they had players had no, out. Yeah, they Leeds had no right taking that game to Golden Point. No, because of what happened during the game. Like they, they lost Caesar after about four minutes. Um, they lost uh, Newman, and they lost another one, didn't they? Can't remember who it was now. Um, Gannon. Yes, Gannon. Yeah. Morgan Gannon. Yeah. Um they had absolutely no right to to take it that far. And should have won in Golden Point as well, really. Mm. Um Reese Martin, I'm surprised, didn't kick the, 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 I can't the penalty. He missed that. Cannot believe he missed that. Um and then then they seemed to be only like three yards out and a drop goal was begging mm. to be taken and, and they they sort of managed to, to to blew it. Saints themselves did the best to blow it. There's only about five seconds left when Lewis Dodd got the winning drop goal. Every single pass that Lewis Dodd got from nine was terrible. He did well with the last one, didn't he? He did well to, to yeah, catch well it one. and drop it in. And and people, I mean, no more than us, we've been critical of Lewis Dodd all season, but um, a lot of people thought that Dodd played a lot better this week. He set the Simon and try up uh, another one as well. Um, and I think people thought he was he was... He was a bit better this week. Maybe. Maybe. You're not convinced, are you? No, I can't remember much apart from the, the Simon and Pat. Defensively, he was excellent. Defensively, he was I think he phenomenal. Made about, I think I read he made, he made about 30 tackles, I think. Yeah, he, he was really, really good defensively. Can't fault him for defensive yeah. effort, but in tackle going forward, I still don't think it was... No. 
that much better. But Leeds had had no attacking threat on paper with the players that yeah. they lost and still managed to yeah to take it. Newman out again. Yeah, it just doesn't get much luck, does he? No. Doesn't no. get much luck at all. Um but it just brings on the wider point about Golden Point. And it's like now I think nine, what ninety five percent of matches end up in a drop goal, don't they? Mm. But in Golden Point. Yeah. The others, very rare it's a try, mm. a little bit rare it's a penalty. Yeah. Most are dropped. Nine out of ten, at least, I think, he's, he's, he's dropped goal. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's like some sort of wacky races thing, isn't it? <laughs> very much so, yeah. Can, can you get past the 40? Can you have five really strong drives? Can you get past the 40? And are you in range to knock a drop goal over? Yeah, and if you don't, and you miss your drop goal, the opposition are certainly going to be in range because now they've got seven tackles. I hate that rule. If you go for a drop goal like that, how is it's not like because the rule would change because people were just kicking it dead and getting themselves set on the thirty. Yeah, and and that was that, that was, was why it. it was changed. Like, well, we'll give the attacking team an extra tackle if you want to do that. But now, but now, it, but with that, if you're trying to win the game, you shouldn't have to be seven tackles set. No. Would you have it? Seven tackles set. No, drop, uh, sorry, golden point. Um, no, I don't think I would. I, I've always enjoyed it. Like I've always thought, oh, it's great. But to be honest with you, after the two games that I watched this week, I've, I think I've gone the other way now and thought, mm, actually, I, I always, I'm not, I'm not sure that it's fair that Leeds and Hull KR. Mm. Came away with nothing out of those games. Yeah, no, I, I I agree, and I always really enjoyed it with the NRL. But I think now it sort of affects our league and and you know mm. your team and whatnot. It feels a bit different. Yeah, the over only, there it don't matter, does it? Yeah. So it's just nice to watch. But. The, only, the only good thing I will say about the two games on the television that we just mentioned is that every, each of those four teams will have come away and thought we should have won that. Yeah, and that's great for the league, and that's great for television viewing. And that makes entertainment for Super League and for Rugby League in general. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great way to sort of finish the um, uh, the review because I think that that's that's really really good. I'm really positive for the um, uh, for the game. Yeah, definitely. That that was the last game, wasn't it? Mm. Cool. Uh, moving on then. Yes, everybody's favourite stats of the week time. Hello, hello. <laughs> you missed that, haven't you? I have. Yeah. How many have we got? Uh, I got six this week. He's done well because this morning he only had two. <laughs> That's no. all, so the rumour was going round. That's all I'm saying. No, I said that I'd only had a chance to look at a couple. I hadn't had a chance to properly go through with them. So. Okay. Well. The bobolettes are waiting, so okay. <laughs> let's see what you've got. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, we're going to start in Australia, and uh, after the weekend, the Broncos uh, beating the New Zealand Warriors, uh, Adam Reynolds hasn't lost in New Zealand since 2012, which was his first ever NRL season. Mm. To be I fair, they've been going a lot longer than that. And to be fair, they haven't played there for about six years. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You thought Adam Reynolds had been going a lot longer than that. 
Yeah. Oh, New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand, yeah. <laughs> uh, stat number two. Um, Turbo Tom has scored seven tries in five Origin games when he has started as centre. Uh, he starts at centre again for State of Origin. Uh, and he is only two tries off being the highest Blues scoring centre. He's only 26. Yeah. I think, I think he's going to get that record, I'll be honest. Yeah, I do. If Maybe he, even if tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, if his body holds up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, I think I think he'll probably end up with that. Yeah. Uh, stat number three. Uh, and uh, Manly, Manly Seagulls, haven't won back-to-back games at Newcastle since 1996. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. Especially how rubbish Newcastle have been. Yeah. During most of that time. And they were probably good in 1996, like... 95, 96, they were probably all right, mm. Newcastle. Yeah. Mm. But lately they've been, mm. last few years they've been terrible, haven't they? Awful. Yeah. Mm. Good one, I like that one. Okay, uh, stat number four. So as we all know in the other world of sport, in football, uh, we came to the conclusion of the Premier League this week and uh, Leeds United were relegated. The last time that Leeds United were relegated from the Premier League was the 2003-2004 season. Mm-hmm. So, in 2004, okay, uh, Castleford were relegated from Super League. Okay. Now, they're not a million miles away from that, but it gets a little bit more omeny for them. As in the same year, the bottom of the Prem... Uh, Leeds were 19th, Leicester were 18th, and Everton were 17th. Okay. So, same as this year. Okay. Right. But, to top it off on that stat as well, in the same year of 2004 Super League, was the last time Super League crowned a new champion of the league in Leeds Rhinos. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So... Yeah, I don't st- know what Everton had to do with that, to be honest. Just because they finished in the same place as they did last time. And, and they bri- survived the drop. And Bry's an Everton fan, and he's on in a bit. Oh, you mean they were bottom in 2000 and... Yeah, yeah, they were bottom. Right, yeah, the same, the, it was the same positions as they were right. in 2004. I'm with you. So, Castleford went down, and we crowned a new Super League champion that we'd right. not seen before. Could be Warrington's year. Yeah. Could be old KR's year. Yeah. Could be Catalan's. Could be Salford's. <laughs> I'm not going through the whole league. <laughs> Could be Wakefield. No. Could be anyone but Saints, Wigan, Leeds. Yeah, true, yeah. Mmm, <laughs> good one. Okay, uh, stat number five. Uh, Leeds haven't beaten St. Helens at home in six years. Really? Mm. The last time they won was in 2017, and it was in the Super 8 playoffs. You wouldn't think that, would you? Not at all. Not with, not for six years. No. Not for six years. It's pretty much a fortress, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, And stat number six. um, So the last three golden point victories 
in fact, they, they've won all the last three anyway. So the last three Golden Point games or victories for St. Helens have all finished 13-12. Uh, in those games, they beat Wakefield, Penrith, and then Leeds this weekend. Bit of a difference, isn't it? Penrith and Wakefield. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I also read that Saints had beat Leeds three times on go- on Golden Point or with a drop goal, whichever whichever it was in the last ten years. Three, yeah. Right. One was Lance Ohio. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one was, I think, Danny Richardson. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. And then last one. And then week. that one. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, sounds right, yeah. Definitely sounds right. While we're on drop goals and yeah. leads and saints. Very good. There you go. Well done, Bobbles. No worries. There you go. Hey, last one. That is the last one. Cool. Of the week. Yeah, good then. Very good. We've got a little, uh, a few little bits of news, uh, just to just in passing, just bits that have caught uh, our attention this week. Obviously, it's State of Origin tomorrow. Yeah, uh, which will probably be old news by the time people are listening to this. So, State of Origin is probably over now. <laughs> so, well done. Who? Uh, that was- Kind of just trailed off there. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't. Know, but yeah. Um, disappointing attendance at the Summer Bash. The Very disappointing. What was it, about 6,000 or something over the less, two days? Less than half of what they've had at Blackpool. Yeah. Every, pretty much mm. every year. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, they'd re- I read the figures today, and they were, they were 15,000, 16,000 over the weekend. Yeah. They, they got 6,000. Yep. I told you though, didn't I? When yeah. we were doing that, then Q and A's, where would you start a team? And said Blackpool. Everybody loves coming to Blackpool. I think for this, I think for this, yeah, I think it's Blackpool or bust for the summer bash, though. Looks I'd, like it. Yeah, I tell you what though, can't probably get. Uh, I don't, you know, probably can't get much better than than Blackpool. I mean, I think it's been sunny pretty much all across the UK, aren't it? And if it's been the same in Blackpool, then you know, right on the sea, it's the summer holidays this week for kids. It's you know, you, I think you would have had an absolute fantastic time in, in Blackpool in the sun with that summer bash, and I feel like you've missed a real trick with it there. Mm, I think Bloomfield Row wasn't available. I think that's why it ended up being moved, but mm. um, do it at Fleetwood then. <laughs> it's only up the road. <laughs> oh, no. 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 <laughs> um, but you're right, Carl. And, and Blackpool's got a bit of a, a heritage as well, Rugby League. You know, there was Blackpool Borough, there was, you know... Yeah, Panthers. Yeah, yeah. there was... All, you know, they've always been a, a team for probably 100 years. Yeah, Blackpool. yeah. Um, and it's a shame there isn't one anymore. Yeah, you, You're right, it could it, it could be a little bit of a hotbed, really. Mm. I think you're right. Um, did you see the pictures this week of the French Rugby League champions? Yes. Les Mou. Brilliant. Les Mou Grizzlies. Uh-huh, Les Mou Grizzlies. <laughs> That's how they say it. That's how they say it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Have you seen it? Absolutely packed out with people in the in the town square, in the city, and everything. Yeah, it was brilliant. proper celebration. I actually missed this. So oh, I have to try and find it. It, it looked like it, it looked like like Real Madrid or something when they'd won the like the European Cup. Yeah, it did. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, there was parties. There was flair. All sorts going up. It was fantastic, honestly. So Excellent. well well done to them, and that was like that was really encouraging. I thought. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, really sad news. Um, Ex-Saints, uh, New Zealand coach, 
Daniel Anderson, mm. um, who suffered a surfing accident before Christmas, has uh, is is a, a, has been diagnosed as, as quadriplegic. Mm. Um, and I've seen a couple of videos this week where I think Nathan Hindmarsh goes and feeds him coffee and feeds him chocolate and things like that. It's just really sad. Um, there is a page, there is a just giving page. If anyone wants to, I don't know if it's a just giving page, but they, they they've set up something, something yeah. some fund where you can. Yeah, they, I think there is a just giving page. Oh, is it well, right yeah, to, to help? You I believe uh, I believe St. Allen's have supported it as well. They've got a link yeah. on their website and socials and stuff. So I think that was uh, so sad. Yeah, it's yeah, not it was. Nice, is it? And everybody seems to really respect him. A lot of people yeah. love him. But everybody respects him, I think. I met him once at one of the previous World Cups. Mm. And do you know what? What an, what an absolute... He was in charge of the referees at the 2013 World Cup. Right. Uh, he'd be doing a lot with the referees at one time, wasn't he, with the NRA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he did it with the World Cup. And what an absolutely lovely bloke he is. Mm. Yeah, it's um, not... It's it really sad. Um, and then, to finish with, uh, a bit of league news from the League Express this week. Um the editor Martin Sadler. Have you heard of this? What's it called? This Chat GPI. What's it called? Chat GBT. That's it. Oh, I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. Though. Well, he used that to write his final column. Right. Right. This week, which basically was the column then was this this chat thing telling everybody how great Martin Sadler was. <laughs> <laughs> if you get a chance, read it. It's I'm like, going to have to read Honestly, that. it's amazing. And it goes, who is Martin Sadler? He's a foremost journalist with a lot, and he's broke all these stories, and he's like, and he's like, well respected in rugby league, and he's done this, and he's done this, and he's done this. And he's all because I like this Martin Sadler thing. And then it just tells, it tells you in, the, in his final column, which is like quite lengthy, with this chat thing about how great Martin Sadler is. <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. We should do that for the pod. Fantastic. That's really, isn't it? Yeah. I just, honestly, if you get to see it, it is hilarious. Brilliant. I'm going to watch that then. There we go. Martin Sadler, the greatest. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, Okie doke then. Call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, uh, sorry, so we're, we're on to the NRL. Uh, we were on uh, limited games this week due to State of Origin being played um, and a few teams having players in the Origin camps. Callum, do you think Bobby just, you know, we're doing a new section. Mm. Do you think he just drifts off? Yeah. Because, like, they do the intro and it's his it's his bit. And they were like, uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah, right then. It's no. like he's fell asleep. No, I had Pepsi Max in my mouth. I was trying to get the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's NRL time. Um... Sponsored by Pepsi Max. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, do the jingle again. See if he can come in a bit quicker. This I time. found one option. Pepsi my phone picked up the fact that we were talking about Pepsi Max and tried to find me deals. <laughs> that, that was that chat. That was that chat GP yeah. thing. Chat GP <laughs> with um, with with Harold Shipman. <laughs> oh dear. <sighs> right. right, just just carry right, on. Right, carry okay, on. Yeah, all right, all right. Until you phone on silent. I, it was. It is on silent because it's. 
Bluetoothed into the, the machine for uh, Say those words again. Okay. The drink, not Harold Shipman. Okay. Right, go on. <laughs> right, we're on limited games because of players being in origin. So uh, I'll read out the scores. Uh, Andy, your second team, uh, the Dolphins, beat the Dragons 26 12. Excellent. Everybody's second team, aren't they, really? No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the Eels beat the Cowboys 24-16. Uh, the Broncos beat the Warriors 26-22. The Bunnies beat... Uh, sorry, the Bunnies lost the Raiders. Apologies. 33-26. We went for the Raiders, that one. Mm. Yeah, the Bunnies sort of hit a real high and then they've lost the last two to the Eels and the yeah, Raiders. Yeah, well, they didn't have a few players. Cause... It's difficult, these games, when you yeah. don't win. Mm. Yeah. And no Latrell. That's why Campbell Graham didn't play. Yeah, true. that's why I can't believe New Zealand Warriors don't win all these games when these are on. I was shocked at that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a especially against point. Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, because half of them are in the Queensland yeah. squad. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair point. And uh, Newcastle Knights beat the Manly Seagulls twenty-eight eighteen. That was all there was for. The games, uh, obviously, to look out for this week, as you've already spoken about, is at the time of recording, is tomorrow, is State of Origin, Queensland and New South Wales. And on the weekend, if they both field good sides, a game to watch out for is the Sharks and the Broncos. That should mm. be a that should be a good game. All depends whether or not the players back up from Origin, doesn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. if they're playing on a Sunday, some of them might... Friday, I don't, you've no chance, no, have you? No. Saturday. 50-50, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, yeah. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. I was thinking about Pepsi Max, that's why I forgot <laughs> to press the button. Oh, oh, don't have it picking up again. <laughs> I muted it. <laughs> Um, so it's time for the new segment that we haven't got a jingle for and we only made up about an hour ago. And it's called Talk To Me About. Talk To Me About. Talk To Me About. (laughs) And it could be, it's this week's talking point. Yes. It could be a player, could be a coach, could be a team, could be any, could be Martin Sadler. (laughs) It could be. He's the greatest. (laughs) (laughs) It could be anything. So, this week, I want you to talk to me about Tyler Dupree. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's been a bit controversial, hasn't it? Messy. Yeah, it's been a right whirlwind. Um, Has received... I was going to say Philip Schofield. (laughs) (laughs) I think the less said about that, the better. Yeah, all right, yeah, okay, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's 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 been messy, like you say, hasn't it? He's received uh, quite a bit of stick online. Um, hasn't actually sort of come out and said anything, but then the stories were breaking that he'd handed in a, a transfer request. Salford had turned down a six-figure sum off the what was believed to be Hull KR at the time and which is which depending what you read has ranged from anything from 115 to 150 grand yeah and now they're saying that that Wigan have offered 180 was the latest that Plus I read Harvey Hill Harvey 
Never heard of him. He's a young prop. Oh, right. Oh, has he done like the ladies' debut against them this Yeah. On uh, Thursday? Yeah. Talking about that uh, on loan as well. Right. For that. Right. Yeah. So he's received quite a bit of hate, Annie, he, I think. Um, but then there's this thing. He come on Twitter and said, uh, there's two sides to every story. That was it. That was all he mm. said. And then there was sort of news shortly after that that there was actually a, a clause in his contract that if he made an England cap, he could speak to other clubs. And obviously he made his England uh, debut against France a few weeks back. And there was rumours in that that he was entitled to more money that Salford hadn't paid him. Yes. Um. So it's all been a bit messy and nobody really knows what's the truth. And just as importantly, nobody really benefits. No. I mean, he came out and scored the first try. And to be fair, I think his reception oh. was quite good. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, from the Salford fans. Yeah, yeah like even, you know, when he's coming out, I don't think anybody booed him or anything. No, it's but, just, no. You know, there was, um, you know, a few Salford fans on Twitter are saying, you know. And there's a, a lot of other... A, a, have done with him, but then all of a sudden it's okay because now yeah, he's he scored a try, yeah, so we love him again. Yeah, but we'll just get as much money as we yeah, can. Oh, the grass isn't always greener and things like that. And I think there was there was fans of other clubs saying, "Well, if you're asking your," and I'm I'm sort of paraphrasing, you know, I'm paraphrasing. They were sort of saying, "If you're asking your fans to get in debt because it was after all this, yeah, the loan, the, thing yeah, and and like, like give you know your fans." Um, money into the club while you're turning down six-figure sums and things like that. And it's all been a bit messy, hasn't it? And Paul Rowley's come out this week and said, we're not a selling club and we don't need to get rid of him. And, and no, I'm, which is I'm, brilliant. And I'm all for uh, keeping him and we don't need to we don't need to sell him. I'm sure, it, you know, if you're Tyler Dupree, if there is a clause that says you are entitled to more money if you do X, Y, or Z, if you get it, you're not going to be bothered about going. His agent is Yestin Harris as well. Right. A lot of Salford fans feel that Yestin Harris has got it in for Salford. Because <laughs> they sort of sacked him and never said anything. Yeah. I thought he'd gone missing. I thought they'd like thrown him in a canal or something. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? In the ship canal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Lowry's like, wait, there you, there go. you go. Yeah. <laughs> he just disappeared, didn't it? Yeah. Where's Yeston? Yeah. Getting, they were getting jigsaws and everything. <laughs> Where's Yeston? <laughs> so, so they reckon he's got it in from a little bit. Um, and a lot, and I, don't, I think. I don't think I quite believe that. Because it is. I don't know, but I, I think things get leaked by agents, don't they, as well? So some of the other stuff. I think yeah, did you hear. Mark Flanagan the other day on the Our League podcast. Yeah, talking about his getting, new, and his getting brother. a new deal. That was yeah. off Salford, wasn't it? Yeah, he was at Salford at the time. Um, but they only wanted to offer him a one-year contract or something. Um, yeah, two, and he wanted two, three. Two, he wanted three. So him and his brother went on like Castleford forums and like so, spread the rumour that he was going cast. Just seen Mark Flanagan coming out of Weldon Road. Yeah, yeah. and Salford went, oh, all right, well, we'll give you three and we'll give you more money as well. Yeah. So you never know what to believe, do no, you? No, you, you don't. And I think, I mean, on this one, whose side are you on? Are you on the player's side or are you on the club's side? Well, the player's side, if if the clause stuff is accurate, 
Because you would, wouldn't you? You'd want the money. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I said last week when <clears throat> that information wasn't out, I said, you know, good on the club for sticking by. You know, we've seen it in the past with stuff like James Seguiaro and stuff like that, just wanting to move back to Australia. And, you know, you brought up the, the Denny Solomona one where he, he retired to get out of his contract to go to Rugby Union and mm. stuff like that. And, you know, those are the players that are... That I frowned upon, but uh, I said, you know, good for the club for trying to make him stay out. And you know, after he just signed a contract, but <clears throat> you know, I suppose after the new information's come out, if it is true that's in his contract, then yeah, absolutely, the player is is well within his rights. And I'd, you know, it's a short career, in it, and it, yeah. you know, in rugby league, well, in any sport, but especially rugby league, it could end tomorrow. You never know what's going to oh, happen, right. so you need to get as much. And it's not like Premier League football wages; it's not on. Three hundred, three hundred and fifty grand a week. They're going to have to work afterwards. Yeah, the majority, a vast, vast majority. Yeah, they're not going to be on three hundred grand a week ever, are they? So you know, if he's been promised more money, then you're going to want that, aren't you? Yeah. And also, you know, it's it's just sort of human nature in it, I suppose. Where you know he's at Salford now, but if a club like Wigan are interested in you, you're like, well, I can win. I can win a lot more things if you like. Yeah. I do, I do think, though, I mean, I do tend to come down on the club side a little bit on this one as well, taking the money side out of it. Mm. He's only really burst onto the scene this year, the, yeah. last, the last 12 months, let's say, mm. um, and is happy enough to sign a contract, etc. Yeah, that promises him more money. Mm, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. And yet... I don't. Well, in that case, then I don't understand what Salford is then saying. Or Paul Roll is saying we don't. Well, we don't need to tell. We don't need to get rid of him. Well, this is where it all gets a bit. As I say, this is where we don't know. It's yeah. Really so you can only sort of go off what you read, and you can only sort of choose to believe what you want to believe. I, really, I've always been a, a firm believer that if a player isn't happy and wants to go, get him out. Mm. But I don't even think that's the case. I don't no. think he's unhappy there. No, but he's put a transfer request in. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, but is that going back to the fact that he's not been paid this money he's owed? Mm. Is it a kind of a well if you're not paying me then I want I want out. I am not unhappy yeah. here. I'm not I'm not I don't want to leave, but you're kind of forcing if, my hand. If they'd have paid him that money, would we be you know, if they'd have paid him that money two weeks after he made his England debut, would we be where we are now? Mm. Probably. I, I I'd I'd or, say probably not. Or has he just had his head turned by a inverted commas bigger club? Yeah. Dunno. Interesting. It'd be interesting to see how it plays out over the next few weeks, I think. Yeah. Um I would think I would think that if the offer of a big fee is there, I would think he'll go. Because transfer fees are virtually unheard of in rugby league. Yeah. So I think if there is a, a chance of a fee and a bit and a six figure fee, yeah. then I would think he'll be on his way mm. sooner rather than later, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would think so. We'll see. How we, we'll At see the how minute, can't out. see him being there past uh, this season. Uh, no. Yeah, no. I think it'll be somewhere else next season. Yeah, really interesting um, situation that though. Yeah, it's all a bit bizarre. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out because it just seems to appear from nowhere. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yes, and that was talk to me about. <laughs> <laughs> Forward Podcast Prediction League with six again. That's right, it's the Prediction League. <laughs> Sorry. 
I can't even explain what's happened, so we'll just crack on. It's Bobby being slow again. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. It wasn't at all. <laughs> it was. It just three seconds behind everyone. I don't like it when you two are both here. I get picked on. He's in a different time zone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's the Predictions League. To wrap up the show, it's the Predictions League, which means we are joined by Bri from Six Again. Bri, how are you? Hello, boys. New news. How are we? Right. Very good, thank you. And I think we find you on a bit of a mini break, don't we, this week, Bri? Yeah, mate, I've needed it. I've had a stressful nine months, so I've uh, got my little my little boy and we've uh, gone to that day, Blackpool, for right. a few days. Okay, let me just say, let me just break that down a sec. You've had a stressful nine months, you've got your little boy and you've gone to Blackpool. That makes it sound like he's newborn, right? I'll be honest, right? No, he's six. But, but he's like... <laughs> Right. But what you mean is you've had a stressful nine months being an Everton fan, don't you? That's what you mean. Yeah, yeah that's okay. exactly what I mean. Okay. Uh, uh, if, for, all, for all those listeners who can't understand me, Phil. Yeah, that's why. It's bad. But, if you think this is bad, imagine it after I've just spoke to my dad. I'm very drunk after two days of alcohol and I'm emotional. Yeah. Uh, and he had the privilege of phone call. Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely no idea what was going on, but it was fun. <laughs> hey, 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 that's hey. all it was. <laughs> like an Harry Enfield sketch. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, at least it we, stayed uh, up. That's true, yeah. That's true. It was all oh, worth it in the just. end, Brian, wasn't it? All worth only it. Only just. It was. So. Mind you, Brian did come on this pod at the very beginning of the season, if you remember, and said, anyone that finishes below Everton is going down. Yeah, I remember that, actually. Before a ball had been kicked, and he, yeah. was, he was true. If only he could have been good with his predictions. Says you. And on, and, uh, yeah. and on that note. There we go. <laughs> Let's go, Brian. Who's in this week? Right, so this week, for Castle, we've got Alison, Catalan Dean, Huddersfield Cowbell, Hull FC Karen, Hull KR Joseph, Leeds Jordan, Lee Forbidden, Salford Louise, Saints the Orford, for Wakefield uh, Ben, for Warrington Noxie, and for Wigan. It was his birthday yesterday. It's Gary. Happy birthday, Gary. Yes, happy related birthday. And for the insiders, we have your friend and mine, and one of our Rugby League Shirt Day ambassadors. Mr. Gareth Walker. Ah, uh, welcome back, Gareth. Excellent. Um, shall we? How did uh, how did we get on last week then, Brian? I wondered why you asked that, Carl. Yeah. Um, so we had four spots on last week. Thanks for reminding me, Carl. No, it's okay. Um, Anytime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the Catalan v Wakefield game, we had uh, two spots on: one from Hull FC and one from Catalan. And in the Huddersfield v Castle game, we had another two spot-ons, one from Salford and one from Callum. Um, we had a bit of movers and shakers. Uh, Bobby, put your fingers in your ears. Um, Waddington went down three places. Bobby went down two. Um, Callum and Salford both went up two places. And St. Helens moved up from 16th to 11th. The same amount of points as Andy, but a both them on spot ons. Ridiculous. Is that was that David that was doing that as well? David last week, mate. Yeah. 
Excellent. So there you go. Well, so what have we got this week then, Bri? Where are we starting? Well, we're in Newcastle. It's Magic Weekend and all games are on Sky. So first up on Saturday at one thirty is Salford for Hull KR. Uh, tough it is. Yeah, is it is. It is a toughie. Um, but I, I I don't know why. I feel like it's just a, a toss of the coin and I can't tell you why I'm going for them, but I'm going to go Hulk IR by 10. Yeah. Um, I'm going Hulk IR 12. Uh, I'm going to go Hulk IR 8. I've also gone Hulk IR by 8. Um, we've only got two who've gone for Salford. Really? I thought, yeah. I thought it would be more level pegging than that, mm. to be honest. Yeah, um, Louise, obviously, but she hasn't gone for two this week. She's gone for six. And the other one who's gone for Salford is our Wakefield fan, who's gone for Salford by eight. Okay. We do have a Hull KR by two, and that's Ooh. the Insiders. Okay. Okay. Next up, Wigan v Catalan. 3.45pm. Another toughie. Um, do you know what? Catalans have been playing well again, haven't they? Only because you said they would be awful. I know. Mm. Do you know what? I'm going to stick my neck out a little bit here and say, I don't know why they seem to to me to have a decent record against Wigan. Okay. They always seem to have a bit of a... A sign over him, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're gonna carry on that sign, and I'm gonna go Catalans by eight. Uh, this is this is tough. Although saying that, they had people missing last week, didn't they? Are they back? No. Who? Catalans. They had no oh, Tompkins, no. did they? Yeah, I think they just rested them. Right, I don't. Think, I don't think they. I think. I don't think they were injured or anything. It was just a, to be honest, he's rested. not played that much. I don't think this year no. anyway. No, and Pierce was, and they were only playing Wakefield. Yeah, and Pierce was missing money. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Go on, I'll stick with it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. Oh God, I'm gonna go Wigan by ten. I'm on the same boat with you, Andy. I'm going Catalan by four. And I'm just changing mind, so Callum doesn't accuse me of anything. So I'll go Wigan by 12. Uh, the best bit is, is a no that we've probably both done these exactly the same time today as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got um, a little miss, bit of a mixed bag, but we do have a week, uh, a Catalan by two and a Wigan by two. Next up, lastly on Saturday, is Leeds v Castleford at six o'clock. I want to say this is an easy one to predict, but with the injuries that Leeds got last week, I'm don't, not don't, I quite don't know any, I don't yeah. Know be back, do I'm going to say Leeds by six, just because I think they've got a few injury problems. Saying that the ones that. Are- Went off last week. Don't look at them. They'll be back at all, do they? For a no, few I, I, but Castleford are that bad. But I'm going to say Leeds by six. I agree with you. I think Castleford are just that bad. But <clears throat> I think if uh, half, I think if that Leeds team can stand up to St. Ellen's the way they did, I don't think they will blow past 
Uh, I think they'll blow past Castleford with a bit more reason. I'm going to go Leeds by 14. I'll just throw that down. I'll go Leeds 16 then. And I've gone Leeds by 22. Okay. I, I think I think Castleford have won them teams where they might hang in for 10, 15 minutes. And if they don't build a lead yeah. and concede a couple of tries against, they're gone. Ed's gone. Um, we have two for Castleford. One is our Castleford fan, Alison, who says she's had to overrule her head with her heart. Yeah. And the other one is our whole KR fan. And they've both got Castleford by four. Interesting. Mm. Well, it might happen. Depending on injuries. Mm. First game up on Sunday at 12 o'clock noon, Wakefield v Lee. There's not going to be many in the ground for that one, is there? No, there isn't, is there? No. Well, you say that, but you never know if they want to see some good attacking play from Lee. They might turn out for it. That's true. Um, and with that being said, I think we've we've seen it in the league now. We've seen it in the cup. This is the third time they're already meeting this season, and I cannot see it going any other way yet again. I think Lee are absolutely on fire, and I think Wakefield are down. And I'm going to go Lee by twenty eight. And I'm going to go Lee by 32. Um, I'm going to go Wakefield. No, I'm only joking. Um, I'm going to go... I've already done that this season. <laughs> yeah, I pulled it off, Bear. Uh, I'm going to go... <laughs> what did you say? Sorry, Andy. 32. I'm going to say 36. Lee, 36. And I've gone Lee by 24. Um, we've got a clean sweep, boys. Um, our Lee fans gone by 28. Our Wakefield fan has gone by 18, and Callum, you're the one who's gone for the most. Yeah. What's the least? What's the least on that, Bry? 16. It's a sorry state. And that's by our Warrington fan. Sorry mm. state, that, isn't it? Yeah. If everyone's predicting they won't even get within 16 points against Lee, mm. they were a newly promoted team from last year. I mean, to be fair, they are flying. I know, but, but you know what I mean. It's just like a sorry state, really. Yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. Next door. Two fifteen on Sunday, St Helens v Huddersfield. I'll tell you what, if um, if both teams play like they have been doing, this is going to be one drab affair, isn't it? <laughs> Do you not think? Yeah, this is going to be so drab if that if it's like that. Mm. Um, I can see it being a, a one of those one of those arm wrestle games with Saints being a bit too strong at the end of it. Mm. Similar to what they did earlier in the season. Yeah. Was it like 16, 14 Some, or something? Yeah, 14, something like 12, that. I think. Oh, right. Yes. So I'll go Saints 12 on the back of that and perhaps getting a, a couple of tries to pull away. Uh, I'm going to... I think the same, but a little bit less. I'm going to go Saints 8. And I'm going to go Saints 10. I am in the same boat as yourselves. I've gone Saints 14. Um, we have two for Huddersfield. Our Huddersfield fans gone Huddersfield 2. And our whole KR fans gone Huddersfield by 8. Other than that, no one else has gone bigger than Saints by 18. So there's only one person thinks Huddersfield are going to win because Huddersfield 2 doesn't count, does it? <laughs> no. We've <laughs> <laughs> sussed you out, cowbell. So, yeah. <laughs> And then lastly, on Magic Weekend, we have Hull FC v Waddington, and it's a half four on Sunday. Another tough one, really. You know, one team, uh, I know they've both lost, but but Hull have uh, been 
playing quite well. They seem to be going up, whereas Warrington seem to be going down. Fizz, fizzy bottle. Yeah, yeah. They, they've gone a bit flat. The, the, um, do you know what? They're a decent round of fixtures, these, aren't they? Very. Yeah, they've ended up being really good. Yeah. Um, I am going to say Warrington, though, because I think they're most likely to bounce back. Um, I'm going to say Warrington by 14. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as everything you just said, so I'm going to go Warrington 12. Uh, and I'll go Warrington 10. I've also gone Warrington by 10. Um, we have a whole FC by 2. Okay. okay. And it's by our Warrington fan. Right. No. Noxie all season has knocked at Warrington once, I don't think. He's on the uh, the old reverse psychology he method is. that I used last year. Yeah, he's on his superstition boat, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. But no one's gone more than 20 for Warrington, and that's our birthday boy, Gary. Okay. Uh, right, brilliant. Um, well, there we have it then, and I think that just about... Uh, wraps us up for the end of the show, doesn't it? So, uh, good luck to everybody uh, participating in the Predictions League and obviously thank you uh, very much to Brian for sorting it all out. And enjoy your holidays. Yes, and enjoy your holidays. Um, Just, again, remind me that coming up um, either this week or early next week, we've got our special um, pod with John Dutton, our exclusive interview with John Dutton. So, if you haven't asked any questions and you want to then get in touch with us either on Facebook or uh, Twitter at Loose Forward Pod and hopefully I've no doubt that'll be a, a humdinger of a show so we look forward to that one but for this week um, from all of us here at the Loose Forward Podcast it's goodbye bye bye, bye. bye.